Welcome to League Talk, the official podcast of the league. You know me, you know my guest, you know the two of us together. We have a great show for you, so sit back, relax, crack a beer. You're listening to League Talk. All right, week 10. No. No, week 11. Week 11. Shit. Already getting off to a good start. Um, week 10 is in the books. Me and joined here by the guy, the king, the two-time king, the defending champ. Brent Gawkin is here to join and break down everything that happened in the world of the league in the last week. A lot of shit has popped off. I'm sure you all know. I'm going to discuss it all. But Brent, most importantly, you look great, man. You look fantastic. We're doing this over Zoom, so I can actually see you. Yeah, you yeah. look sharp. You're looking big. Uh, maybe a haircut. I'm not sure. And growing out this the scruff a little bit. Is that a little no shave you're doing? I mean, the scruff is just part of the uh, you know no shave November. Just stress at work, not letting me shave. Um, now I'm actually getting a haircut tomorrow. Dude, got a big check in the mail today. You know, they got, got me with that tax refund for uh, tuition credit because I paid out of pocket. It was very Dang. nice. So, you know, we're living, we're living large this weekend. Yeah, um, fucking. We're living large this weekend. Um, but yeah, thank you for having me. It's weird just uh, with no, with no Vigs. I don't think, not Vigs, sorry, Brendan. I don't think I've done this without Brendan before. Yeah, Beans is in uh, Staten Island right now at a, uh, some kind of work dinner charity thing you know he's basically he's basically living like kendall roy the last couple of weeks uh and i have a first-hand uh account of all of it uh but this ain't no beans podcast we're here to talk fantasy football oh yeah oh, and yeah. most importantly he's... i want to talk about the week that was week 10 um there was quite a few big matchups here i think none other none bigger than your game, so we're actually we'll we'll save that. Actually, no, your game, your game was the best or uh, the biggest game, but I'll st- we'll start with actually what was probably the worst game, and I hate to admit. Oh, actually, no, there was one game worse than this. Oh my god, I was gonna start with me and Jack because that game was disgusting, but I didn't realize how disgusting <laughs> Ryan and Ryan and Beans was. Yeah, that one was. Not surprising based off of how Ryan's team was set up, but in like a normal week, like Brendan would put up what Ryan put up. So Brendan put up 105 or sorry, 100.5. 100. Ryan put up 71.46. <laughs> and I mean, he had one, two guys over 10 points. And he had Taysom Hill, who had 0.1, AJ Brown, who had 1.2. Cordell Patterson 2.5. Yeah, just an ugly, ugly week. But I mean, Brendan's team was just just as ugly. He got, you know, his ugliness just outplayed Ryan's ugliness. There's not much to really talk about. Like Josh Jacobs and Mike Evans, you know, on that trade they made, but I don't know, not really much to say. Tyler Bass at 13 points. That's a lot. Yeah, I mean, just this is this is tough to read. If it wasn't for Stefan Diggs and uh, Trevor Lawrence. Ryan Ryan would have been looking at an all-time like 
dangerously all-time bad. Uh, his third highest scoring player scored is 7.5, which is disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. Um, as you mentioned, Ryan was doing the whole, he's got all the Bengals and Ravens, so they were both on a bye, so he was pretty much playing backups everywhere. Uh, and Beans really didn't do much besides, uh, I guess, Josh Jacobs had a great week. Josh Jacobs, I have to check on him. Low-key running back six. Uh, coincidentally, Josh Jacobs was on Ryan's team the week before this, uh, or two yeah, weeks ago. Two weeks ago, yeah. And, and uh, then a few weeks before that, that's when he Josh Jacobs fucked me. Sorry, I had to throw that in there. No, we, 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 we're long past two weeks ago, my guy. Um, Rondell Moore, surprisingly, put up a decent game. Geno Smith did decent, uh, but this was really just a uh, freaking, a freaking boring matchup here. Um, to, I mean, it did it, in the grand scheme of things. This was probably the most irrelevant game of the of the season because Beans is going nowhere, and Ryan's pretty much a lock into a playoff spot. It's possible, not really Ryan. anymore. I mean, it's he's still he's in the same. You know, he's only started. He's only, he's six and four. You know, there's yeah. You know, he Ryan Ryan is Ryan's Ryan a three and losing streak, right? Yeah, three-game losing streak. Yeah, so, um, I mean, kind of needed this one to right the ship, but did not. Yeah, and Brendan might have not clinched last place with that win. Max has to now win, you know, two out of the next – There's four, four games, games left. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, wasted way too much time on this. Right. It was not worth it. Um, let's talk. I'll run this game through real quickly. Me and Jack – this was fucking ugly, and I'm I, I'm I'm fortunate to be on the right side of this one and winning an ugly one, but it did not leave a, a good taste in my mouth. Uh freaking Aaron Jones saved me, had a big game against Dallas. Derrick Henry fell back to earth and and Kenneth Walker. They both did uh pretty pedestrian. Uh as well did Tyreek Hill. Tyler Higby kind of was my uh Saving grace, he put up a, a respectable 11.3, which beat his projection by five, which was the margin of victory I had. Um, yeah. Jack, Jack's team is a freaking Jack's team is a mess. This should have been worse. Uh, but Tony Pollard showcased what he can do with, as running back one when uh, when Zeke's out, and Justin Jefferson had maybe the greatest game anyone's ever played in the history of football, just like. The degree of difficulty, you know, the spot in Buffalo against arguably the best team and really just put the team on his back there. So without those two performances, Jack, Jack was a mess this week. But, you know, it, it was close. It was low scoring, but it was close. Yeah. First glance, if you weren't to show me the scores, it looks like Jack's team put up like 150 just based off. You see 20, 30 just from Pollard and Jefferson. But. His team just everyone else. He doesn't have anyone else in his team, really. Um, it's tough. It's tough. And I mean, we'll talk about it more in this upcoming matchup. But I think the cup injury helped you in terms of Higby scoring, you know, beating his projections, scoring your 11.3. So that's clutch. Yeah, that's that's a good Especially point. at this time I, of the year, you need connect that. Yeah, need everyone. But I don't know. Jack hasn't really scored over 100 
too many times. And a lot of his wins this year have been low scoring affairs. Most of his games have been low scoring, honestly, like him and his opponent. It's kind of interesting. Yeah, look at I mean, draw. We pointed it out that the, the trends in fantasy this year is lower, <laughs> lower scoring just across the NFL. So can't really blame anyone particularly for putting together a bad performance, but it, it makes for a less interesting and fun product weekly. Uh, I still have fun, but you know, so do I. So do I. <laughs> um, so that was that was quick. Uh, let's let's talk about the bloodbath that you put down on Max. Um, Max, I'm sorry, man, but yeah. especially with Beans picking up a third win now. I I'm struggling to see how you you're not coming in last place, dog. Yeah, I don't know. Max's team he has he has good players. They're just not performing or being the stands. I mean, even he benched Josh Allen, but still two extra two more points than Marks Marietta wasn't doing anything. But my well, team. It, this- if you listen to the uh, the podcast last week, you would remember we pointed this out. Max was in the arguably the worst position possible because he had the game-time decision in Josh Allen and his backup, Mariota, was going on Thursday. So he basically had to lock in his QB decision at that point on Thursday. So it was kind of kind of in a lose-lose situation there. And he played Mariota, which I guess was the safe pick. Ended up being the wrong pick because Josh Allen finished – did outscore Mariota. Not that it would have mattered, uh, but you know, it, it, it was an unfortunate scenario. Yeah, I think if I'm in Max's shoes, I'm just waiting until Sunday to see what happens. I mean, Marcus Mariota is not going to score more than anyone else on waivers, so I don't think I, I would have waited just even just to get Josh Allen in because you never know he could put up that monster game that could get you the W. But yeah, my first time beating projections since week three after Thomas exploded and took out both my team and his team with his 170 plus point performance but much needed I'm praying this was Jonathan Taylor's wake-up game on my end that would probably save my season and get me into the playoffs as I'm fighting for that last spot so we'll see but all around good performance Harrison Bucker will never touch my team again um he led me to a championship yeah he's been brutal yeah, terrible. I dropped Graham Gano and put seven dollar fab on him, and Brad beat me out. So that was uh, that was fun. But yeah, it was a good all around game. Definitely, I think um, Dalton Schultz has been a hot name on the trade market. I think he's going to stay in the squad. Um, and I'm going to talk about that when we get to this week's games. But yeah, yeah good week for me. Good week Dalton for me. Dalton Schultz was on my team at one point. Uh, Brent, I hate to admit it, but. You know, the, the pattern of the last couple of years, right, was you make a midseason trade that kind of launches your team from what's good but into great. And I think your fleece job with Jalen Waddle here might 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 be the trigger point for the three-peat here. Because um, on paper, Hurts, Taylor, Barkley, Jalen, Lockett, CeeDee, Kelsey, Olave – that's just that's a that's a dirty team. It's a dirty team. Yeah, it's definitely um, definitely a good squad. It's just they just got to produce. But I don't know. Would we say it's a fleece job? Christian Kirk put up over twenty. Mm, Tua true. put up twenty plus. 
I mean, I, I think it was a great trade for Brad. Like he didn't he didn't lose out. And honestly, I think we'll get to that game in a second, but definitely helped him big time. But we'll see. Yeah. We'll see how it plans out. Um, but Kirk is top five in the most touchdown receptions this year amongst wide receivers. So pretty big. So let's speaking of the aforementioned Bradley, he had a big one against Tommy Bones, his arch nemesis and Xbox buddy. Um, this one, this was all Brad from the get-go. And I don't know why I was watching this game all, I was like paying attention. I was actually at the Ranger game on Sunday afternoon. So I like cut out after the one o'clock games and it was kind of, uh, you know, absentmindedly checking my phone. And for some reason I thought Thomas was winning this game pretty easily the entire day. Uh, and then I was like shocked to wake up and check my phone on Monday and Brad was kicking the shit out of him. Uh, so I guess maybe at a big four o'clock window, uh, I see and it, he didn't because Cooper cup went at four o'clock and he got hurt and it would have been even worse. Um, I guess Devontae Adams had a big game as did James Connor as did Tua. And Christian Kirk. So, I mean, a lot of guys went off on Brad's team. Uh, Tommy Bones. I said it last week. I'll keep saying it. You, you, you're going to lose every time you play Najee Harris. Guy sucks. Um, T. Higgins was out on a bye, which didn't help. Kyler was hurt, which didn't help. So, he was forced to play Jared Goff, who did stinky. It, it, it was a, always a long shot for Thomas to be Brad. And even I think at full strength with T. Higgins and Kyler, it wouldn't have made much of a difference. Um, Brad's team, Brad is just solid. And like you mentioned, he added a, a top five wide receiver and he added a QB who's two has got to be top five easy. Or he's, he's 10, but that's because he missed three games. What he plays is average is top five at the QB position. Um, you know, I th I think Brad's a team to really look out for. I I don't love his wide his running backs, because uh, you know James Conner is very hit or miss. He's only averages ten points, and Sanders, you know, Sanders has been generally pretty good and averaging thirteen points a game. But uh, he had a tough one this week, and he's kind of also the same like very hit or miss as well. The the Eagles just have you know like four running backs that they can roll out at any moment that could just dominate carries. Um, but, I mean, it, it's tough to beat that wide receiver core, and that's including uh, Cooper Cup's now injury. Yeah, Brad's team is a powerhouse. I mean, losing Cup is huge, but luckily he gains back Mike Williams. I know he lost uh, Michael Thomas, but he only had him for two weeks. So, you know, he's losing the overall star, probably the best player in fantasy and football but he's getting back like a top 10, top 15 talent at wide out. So, but I mean, <clears throat> we got to see, I, I did the math. So while you're talking, I was doing the math to see if we didn't do the trade, me and Brad, if we didn't trade Tua, if I didn't trade Tua and Kirk for Joe and Waddle to see how many points Brad would have got. And he actually would have scored 112.96. So Thomas, you would have lost either way. If the trade went through, if it didn't went through, um, you know, T Higgins probably could have made the difference. Who knows, but he would end up benching like Pickens and is T Higgins going to score more than 13? Like who, who, who could really say? And then Kyler Murray, mm -hmm. you know what happens when Kyle comes out 
it's uh it's terrible so just an overall tough tough week tough week for tommy bones as he's also fighting for that last playoff spot with uh i think it's between me jack and him so um yeah i think i i think it's between you and jack i think tommy's cooked uh just I, I was talking about it before, and we'll and we'll we'll kind of preview the rest of the year. But his schedule down the stretch is just fucking. It's the gauntlet. It's it's you. It's uh, Av. It's Chris, and it's Brad. <laughs> his last four games. Yeah, I mean, we got to see. We got, I, I'm I'm. I mean, I'll talk about me mine in a sec. Hey, it's it's fantasy though. You never know what happens. You get you get the right people in the right week. Um. Who's he playing? Ah, oh, we'll get to that in a sec. Who he's playing? We'll get to this, yeah. But yeah, I think this week's this week is definitely going to be a must win for Tommy Bones if he mm-hmm. wants uh, to stay stay alive in the playoff hunt. Uh so anyway, last last game to discuss the biggest game uh, to discuss, arguably the the biggest and most intriguing game of the season, just because of who was involved in the the hot streaks that they've been on. Chris versus AB came right down to the wire. If uh, Tommy Bones wasn't playing Xbox right now, I'd set him up for a little cuck of the week action. But uh, I'll give you, I'll give you the quick version or my version of the of the cuck of the week of the cuck of the week. Uh, Chris Blaine lost by less than a point, and it was really because the Eagles' defense kind of screwed him, and not just that, Terry McLaurin going on Monday, so. Chris was leading by what, like twenty five? If I did my math right, uh, going into going into um, no, no, I did my math totally wrong. Chris was up by like fifteen, but with with the Eagles' defense and and AB had scary Terry on Monday night. Uh, excuse me. And um, you know, you would think in that situation you're pretty safe. You know, Scary Terry had Tyler Henneke going into Philly, a great defense. I wasn't really expecting him to put up the, the game he had, and it wasn't a huge game. It was only 16.8, but I think Eagles' defense really kind of disappointed. You would expect them to to do a little better. Uh, they only managed seven, and it was just by the slimmest of margins that it actually uh, – you know, reversed, and AB was able to pull out this dub, as I mentioned, by by less than a point. And um, AB's top guys, you know, Mahomes as always. Dalvin Cook had a had a great game. Uh, McLaurin had a great game. DeAndre Hopkins was a great pickup because uh, now you know he just kind of he got him like the seventh, eighth round because of the uh, the suspension. But now that he's back and he's playing, you know, he plugs in right as a freaking top wide receiver. Uh, and he's been averaging 17 and a half points a game. Like, that's that's incredible. That's that's top wide receiver production you got so late. So it really lengthens his team there uh, and makes up for his other shortcomings. And uh, Chris Chris had a big week from Wilson, Jeff, Will, uh, Jeff Wilson and Fields. But um, besides that, you know, McCaffrey did okay, but 15 is is less than the usual for McCaffrey. Uh, Etienne had his first bad game in a while. Uh, Ertz got hurt, and that obviously sucks. Um, yeah, I mean, it, this I was slightly disappointed because I was like, I was very amped about this game because of 
you know, it was AB versus Chris and they they the two hottest guys in fantasy. I would have expected a better a better outcome, a better you know, scoring. One seventeen to one sixteen. Even I mean, granted they were the third and fourth highest scoring teams of the week. So it's nothing to sneeze at, but that they, they, they fell below my own expectations. I don't know about you. Yeah, I mean, it definitely fell below expectations, but it was the shoot. It was the you know the close matchup that we all expected. I mean, they're definitely the two hottest teams in the league at the moment. I mean, you could say things about both squads about like what could have went better, what could have gone worse. I mean, Chris t- took the L, but I also think he took other losses. I mean, he lost Zach Ertz for the rest of the season this week. Lazard might not even be the number one receiver in Green Bay anymore because Christian Watson looks like a monster and he has a touchdown today, you know, proving mm-hmm. that even further. Um, and not only that, but Elijah Mitchell came back his first week coming back since week one, and he had 18 carries and reception. So he had 19 touches on his first week back from a knee injury. You know, that's going to take a lot of value away from Christian McCaffrey, but you know, Khalil Herbert's out for the season. So he might've got more, he might get more production out of Montgomery. Who knows? We'll see. But I also, for AB side, I don't think DeAndre Hopkins is going to continue this much, much longer. Uh, Marquise Brown should be back in the next like two to three weeks. Um, and with Zachary, it's out for the season. Like I mentioned, you know, this is going to be double coverage on him, but you know, we remain to be seen. I mean, AB rolled out two tight ends. I just realized and still caught the dub. Um, so yeah, I mean, props to AB. He definitely battled it out. He's probably, I think he's alone in first place at the moment. Uh, no, sorry, he's tied. He's actually in second place because Brad's beating him out by twelve by eight yeah, points. Twelve it's, points. It's, wow, Brad went worse to first, man. Yeah, it's crazy. crazy. Uh, it's still plenty. It's still plenty of season left, though. So, done with week ten. That's got to be an all-time quick, uh, you know, you know, speed rack, rack uh, recap there. And that's what they say about us. <laughs> you know, they never said me and Brent were known for our our uh, our longevity. If you catch my drift, we're more of the uh, you know two pump gang. <laughs> what they say? <laughs> <laughs> not gonna not gonna name any names to confirm that. Um, let's talk. Let's talk week eleven. I got the games pulled up. Recording this. Uh, late in the second quarter of the Thursday night game, unfortunately, just because of timing, we couldn't preview. We, we couldn't do the preview before the game. Um, fucking traffic coming home from the city was a nightmare today. Brutal today. I was in the city. Oh yeah, yeah. I heard, yeah. yeah I heard the yesterday fucking... there's a gridlock on the Palisades Parkway, which means some shit went down. And uh, my grandpa, t- who's still commuting to the city at like 84 years old, God bless his soul. Or, well, he's still on say that, but he was, <laughs> um, he said he sat in Palisades Parkway for three hours. And he lives yeah, the fucking, so. the, the Lincoln Tunnel was fucked. There was, uh, they were doing some kind of construction on, uh, Jeez. it's like this, yeah, like when you get off the, the tunnel going into Hoboken, it's like a three lane road, kind of like a Roots, like 59, if you will. And, uh, the three lanes were all, diverted into one because they were they were doing some kind of traffic uh so it was a fucking nightmare uh because you can imagine like thousands of cars go through that tunnel every freaking hour 
and cut, you know, downsizing into one or merging it all into one lane was sucked. But whatever. We're done with uh, our quick traffic update. So let's talk um, what game do I want to talk first? Uh, let's we do talk. It's up to you. Let's talk. Let's talk me and Max because I hate this game so much. I knew this was gonna happen because I fucking hate having guys and important guys go on Thursday night. So it's the worst. And I have both my top running backs. Even though I shouldn't have one of these guys, and I'm not gonna bring it up anymore. I'm done with it. But I have Aaron Jones and Derrick Henry going on right now, and they both are fucking shit. Derrick Henry's got 42 yards at the two-minute warning, which is doubled what Aaron Jones has. So I'm on pace to get 84 and 40, so 122 yards for my top two backs, which is, and, you know, no, neither of them sniffed the end zone. Uh, Fucking A.J. Dillon has gotten, like, the last, like, 10 carries for the Packers, so that's concerning. Uh, I haven't mentioned anything, any any injury to Aaron Jones, but I, I, I fully expect to lose this week. I know I've never in the history of this podcast have ever picked against myself on the air, but I'm doing it this week. Um, I got Brady out on a bye, so I'm going with Jimmy G., I don't have Justin Fields yet, as you all know, so I have to go with Jimmy G. Uh, Kenneth Walker's on a bye, so I'm forced to play Gus Edwards, who is questionable, and Tyreek Hill's on a bye. So, you know, Tyreek Hill's my best player on a bye. Um, Kenneth Walker has been probably my hottest player on a bye, and Tom Brady, who's not been great, but also not dog shit, and has been better than Jimmy G., and he's on a bye. So I'm starting backups everywhere. I got fucking Gus Edwards and Antonio Gibson and Jimmy G in my lineup. And so I really needed a huge game out of these four. Out of I mean, at least out of uh, Henry and Aaron Jones. And I can tell you right now, that's I'm not getting the huge games out of them that I need. So, Max, I think you're getting off the schneid here, buddy. Going to pick up your second win. Congratulations. Um is still going to need to find at least one more. Yeah, I think I got to go Max here. I mean, he also doesn't even have a tight end start. He's projected for 113.7. But unless Derrick Henry and, or, and Jones or one of them just finds the end zone, could be I a rough like week for you. Touchdowns in the second half from the two of them combined. It's possible. It is definitely possible. Oh, it's they definitely both have, possible. They're but... top run defenses. I'm pretty sure both of them are top run defenses. Yeah, and it was not a great match to begin with with Henry – going against Tennessee and Aaron Jones going against Green Bay, as you mentioned, two of the top run defenses. I mean, this would be big for this would be big for Max if he wins because I'm trying to see oh actually I'll save that. Yeah, Max Max will need to pull this one out if definitely hundred percent. But I mean I think he gets a second win this week. I think Eckler, you know, puts up one of those crazy games. Who's he playing? Kansas City, Kansas yeah, City. that could be that could be a shootout, especially since you probably just be they're going to be behind the whole game, so he's just going to rack up the receptions. But we'll see. I mean, again, 
he has a lot of team. He has a lot of players that just combust. Like Thielen probably get you like seven points. DJ Moore <laughs> against Baltimore is probably like four points. And Brown against the Giants. I mean, that's actually a really tough matchup. And Swift. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to stick Max, but yeah, definitely. It's going to be a low-scoring affair. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm already on pace for fucking less than 100, and it's 926 on Thursday. So that just <laughs> – that goes to show the kind of week I'm having. Uh, I was excited thinking that I was going to get Josh Allen in a six-foot of snow game. So, you know, that would kind of limit his running ability as well as make it difficult to pass the ball. Like, it, it would it would have been great for my game personally if Josh Allen was not playing or was playing at six feet of snow and they already moved the game. So that, that just, like, double fucked me. Um, yeah, so congrats, Max. Uh, congrats on winning your second game, buddy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, those those memes that came out with um like Nick Chubb because he's like five ten. Yeah, that, that was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, those six feet. Funny. I mean, that's insane. Okay, let's go on. The next most boring game is easily Jack and Beans. So Jack versus the Beanstalk. Uh, give me two seconds here because I'm just looking at the lineups for the first time. Oof. Jack's it's just, team. It's just unbelievable. I can't get matchups like this. All my matchups are like 125 to 130. But this yeah, is this, literally the next one is on nine. The same so that, yeah, this is. Oh, God. I think Brendan oh, takes it. Oh, God. I think so takes they're it. both projected 102 to 95. So that's that's horrendous. Um, Jack is starting someone by the name of Kyron Williams. I guess because Cam Akers was hurt. Yeah, he's like the backup or third string running back on the Rams. But, I mean, I'm not playing anyone on the Rams. Yeah, ever. Ever. Especially with Cup. I mean, Cup's the only one, but, oh, Lord. Um, Pollard was Zeke. Yeah, and I, I I think Pollard's better than Zeke, so that helps. That's that's good for Jack. Yeah, but um, you know how Jerry Jones gets. He loves, he loves him some Zeke. That's true. Uh, Beans is missing Mike Evans on a bye. And Naeem Hines. I'm shocked he's not going with Naeem Hines. I don't think he's uh, done anything, Hines. But, right? yeah, he hasn't done anything. So, I guess he's it's zero really... and 1.4. Probably oh, yeah, fuckers. What'd I say? I need three touchdowns from Derrick Henry and Aaron Jones. There's number one. All right, you're over 100 on projections now. All right. You know what? I, I we're <laughs> rewind the, the clock two minutes. I'm picking myself. Fuck you, Max. I'm winning the game. I'm, I'm, I'm getting two Max. touch I'm getting two second half touchdowns. If Aaron Jones gets the touchdown in these final thirty two seconds, I will declare you the victor. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs> uh so anyway, back to this game. Um yeah, I I'm sorry, I already lost my train of thought, but I'm gonna pick I'm going to pick Jack just because your team cannot possibly get worse than what Beans is throwing out week after week. Um, although, although arguably Jack has been worse the last couple of weeks. I, I don't even think it's arguable. I think it's, it's definite. Yeah, Jack is finally benching Herbert, which was definitely the right move. I mean, I know he, he was also someone in the sweepstakes for uh, Tua, but Brad just had a better offer. But Fournette, at least that those 10 points are gone. And he's benching Cooks also, who's you know, is he playing, happy, who even knows. I don't know. I'm still going Brendan. I mean, Jack 
has the better player and the best player in the in this whole, you know, matchup in Jefferson. But besides that, it seems I think Brendan takes it. I mean, I'm taking Prescott over Jones. Actually, Jones against Detroit. And Josh Jacobs against Denver. Oh Lord. I'm still gonna go Brendan, but I think this is like a 75 to 82 win for Brendan. Wow. Wow, that's a fucking call. 75 to 82. Um, all right. All right. You heard I'm going to go. What did I say, Jack? I'll take Jack 97 to 86. 97, 86. All right. Um, let's see. Oh, I like your game. Let's see. Let's see. Yeah, let's do. Let's talk Marzi and Bones. So, two teams that really need a win in the worst way. Marzi is, you know, on a three-game. He was in first place, now riding a three-game losing streak. I think, though, still the highest-scoring team. So, make with that what you will. And Bones just needs a win to freaking stay alive here. He's kind of, you know, on life support. Uh, and we're one, someone has to just pull the plug on him. And I think I think Tommy I mean I think Ryan gets does that does exactly that this week. He's got all his Ravens in, you know, he loves his Ravens. They got an okay matchup against home against Carolina. Um, so not a great de- better defense than than nor than you know, than average, but uh you know, not that scary. Um Thomas has no tight uh quarterback in at the moment. Uh, so that's a little concerning. I guess he's going to wait and see with Kyler. If he goes, then just plug Kyler in. And if not, I'll have to drop someone. I think he's going to go. He might do the Mariota. He might do the Max. I mean, I guess I, Mariota's not bad. Um, Ryan. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to take, I'm going to take Ryan just because of, as you, you always, you know, Nick Chubb is the best player of both these rosters, but he's got probably the worst matchup playing Buffalo. Buffalo is a great defense. Um, and then the next like four best players are on Thomas's are on Ryan's team with Stephon Diggs, AJ Brown, uh, Lamar, and Mark Andrews, I guess. Although, yeah, yeah I'd, probably, I'd probably take. Uh, T. Higgins or Dan or Debo over Mark Andrews just this year. Uh, you know, Mark Andrews has been great. Actually, he's still fucking tight end too. Yeah, I don't think I'm taking. Yeah, I'm. I mean, Debo's kind of been with McCaffrey rejoining. He's been pretty bad, and he's been injured, or he missed one game. Uh, I'm going to Ryan. Ryan. Yeah, Thomas has Chubb, and you know, T. Higgins. I'm sure will put up some numbers against Pittsburgh, but Ryan. He's coming back full force. I think. I think this is Ryan's game to win, and he needs he needs to win just as much as uh, as uh, Thomas. But Ryan's Ryan wants first place. He wants to clinch that by. Uh, yeah, I'm giving it to Ryan. Uh, whoever Thomas starts, I would probably say Ryan hits his projection. Thomas gets like one ten. Probably just whatever the projections are is probably going to be the final score. That seems yeah, about right to me. yeah. I can see that. I can see that. Um, damn, Ryan's team. Like, just looking at Ryan's roster, it looks so different than we were just analyzing it last, like ten minutes ago. Just because 
all the Ravens and Bengals are now in. Even the fucking Bengals defense. I don't even know if he had them last <laughs> last week, but uh, he's starting them against Pittsburgh, which I guess is a decent play. Um, you know, no Kenny Pickett does not scare me at all. Um, so two games left. Uh, let's talk. Let's talk. Let's talk. Chris and and Brad, uh, just because there's some action going on in this one. So. This one, both the guys have a guy. Both have a guy going already. Chris has gotten nothing at the half from Alan Lazard. One reception for two yards, and Brad has at least Rogers has a touchdown, but he's only got he's got six point nine going in the half. So that's a pre, that's a pace of uh, just under fourteen. So. A lot, both guys having some lackluster first halves here. I think I'm going to go with oof. Alright, there's a lot I like about both these teams. I mean, I'm going to go I'm going to go Brad because I like his wide receiver position group better than actually. Uh, I don't know. I did, but Cooper Cup's on IR and Christian Kirk's on a bye, as is Tua. But he's getting Mike Williams back. Yeah, but Mike Williams is going to score what Mike Williams does: two point three. True. Hmm. I think I'm. I think I'm leaving Brad here. Ah, uh, is he? Let's see. Nah. Where are you? God, I don't know. I do not he, know. He was limited. Uh, it's an eight twenty p.m. game. I doubt Chris plays him. No, Chris definitely won't play him. Hundred percent no. But I mean, Chris. Uh, also, Chris also doesn't have a tight end. Also doesn't have a tight end, right? Because Zach Ertz. And, and a lot of that. Uh, Zach Ertz. Yeah, and he can't really drop anyone because he can't drop Drake London or Algier. Wow, yeah, fuck. Who does he drop for a tight end? Well, he's got no – unless he can move uh, – unless he's, he can – Yeah, he's going to pray that Keenan Allen's out, and then he can just pick up whatever tight end's remaining. Yeah, movement. Oh, this is going to be something interesting to keep an eye on. Who is Chris? Chris's bench is fucking deep. Burrow, Wilson, Alagir, London, Mitch. I mean, look, looking at it, it would have to be Elijah Mitchell or, or Tyler Alagir. But he can't drop him because he traded him to you, so he's locked up. True. Facts. You're right. So it would have to, I know be, what, have to be Mitchell. Yeah, I know what I would do if I was him. Oh, but, it'd have to be Jeff Wilson. Yeah. Look, I don't manage another man's team, but – I know what he. I know what he should do. He knows what he should do. I know he's going to wait for Keenan Allen to see what happens. But yeah, you know, at that point, Kansas City. You know, Gerald Everett's on the team. Travis Kelsey's on the team. I don't know who plays on Monday. Arizona. The, yeah, um, unless he picks up the backup tight end for, or now the tight end for the Cardinals. Yeah, I mean, his best bet would be to go for Trey McBride. So whoever listens to this, if you want to fuck Chris, go pick up Trey, Mc, uh, Trey McBride. Sorry, Chris, I just uh, ruined it for you. But 
Um, but I, yeah, I don't I, think anyone is jumping at the bit to fucking pick up a tight end here. No offense. You never look. I have three on my bench. Chris has been. Uh, fuck, my you have three tight ends on your bench. Well, I have three tight ends in total. I got. Um, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's we could get high, but... Yeah. Yeah. But they're good. Chris doesn't have them. Give me. Uh. Give me. Give me Dalton Schultz. Should we do a live trade? Hey, it's not gonna process. Who gives a fuck? I don't know, man. You can force it through. No issues. I can still force through. <laughs> actually, I can't even force it through because I. Right, actually, I have the fucking power to do anything I want. I can force it through and then just put, uh, set my and set our lineups if I really wanted to. So I could have Alagier and Justin Fields in. Um, I forgot what I was talking about, but I'm done with this game. Give me, give me Brad. Brad yeah. Brad's gonna have some good mojo going into his uh his wedding weekend. I don't I don't care what the score is. Brad wins by four point three. <laughs> four it could be three. A, it could be two hundred and four point three to two hundred, but four point three points Brad wins. All right. All right now. Final game, Sunday night football. We got the battle of the Albany Dirty Birds. Uh, what what are you guys again? Great Danes? Great Danes. The Dirty yeah. Birds. <laughs> what? Nah, I don't know. I just I just thought of that off the top of my head. It sounds like it should be the, the mascot. Albany Dirty Birds is way cooler than Great Danes. No offense it, to Albany. The, the, yeah, from the, Albany. Dirty Albs. Um this I mean fucking look at this. Look at these projections. One thirty two the 125, I think it's going to come close to meeting that projection. And, I mean, I think – so, Amy's the hottest man in fantasy. We all know this. And his team is fucking really good. But yeah. I'm going to pick you, Brad. Uh, when I say Brad, Brent, because I just think – one, you have Jonathan Taylor going for you. He seems to be – I've picked it, picked it up recently the last couple games. And you have Saquon against Detroit. Uh, I, I To be honest, I don't know much about Detroit's run defense, but I imagine it's terrible because that's most aspects of their team. Uh, so Saquon's going to do good. Uh, Travis Kelsey, you do – ooh, you're doing the two tight end play? Maybe, maybe. I haven't uh I'm shuffling between uh Olave and Schultz. Yeah, I would say why would you put Olave? I, I I guess he did have that concussion last week. Um No, that he didn't have a concussion. It's just that Jarvis Landry came back, so he had his lowest totals. I don't know, I'm still I'm hit or miss. I'm hit or miss, but Schultz has been money the last three weeks. Yeah, no, I, I'm fucking pissed off at myself. I I Bit on Schultz. I held him for a little bit. Then I had to make a play because I think Higby was on. He, he Schultz was still hurt, and Higby was on a bye. Uh, so I had to drop one of them and pick up a tight end. So I went with Schultz. I dropped Schultz. So I basically I paid to hold him on my bench for a little bit, waiting for him to come back. Is when Dak plays, Dalton Schultz is a top five fantasy tight end. Easy. Mm-hmm. Um, and now that. 
Dak's playing, you know, you're reaping the reward. And here I am, just a poor little loser. No, no, no. We love you. And thank you for your five fab bucks um, to the bank of Monopoly, as they would say. You just yeah. put it in the middle and I hit the free parking. Bro, yeah, no, I... bro, that's a great idea. The Dude, that's a great idea. The fab money spent. Dude, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. I'm here for it. Let me hear it. I just thought of the greatest idea, Brent. Uh, Brent, you're a genius. Thanks for coming up with this. We'll discuss, but maybe institute it next year. So rather than doing the high points, just gets a hundred bucks or whatever. I don't know how we. I don't know how we would how we would play it out, but it was like the high points should be the all the fab spent on the entire year. Should go, should go to like high points or something. Like, like somehow take all the, take like re- reward a team with all the fab dollars that are spent in some some capacity. We can discuss and tinker with it, but that'd be pretty pretty fucking cool. Because that also incent that would like also disincentivize people from going wild with fab spending. You know, so I would just like really make things really interesting. So like everyone will start with a hundred, but the person that everyone wins starts with a hundred, like right? So the max the pool can get to is a thousand, right? If everyone spends their spends all their fab, yeah. But it, it's it's say it's basically like it's basically almost as if using fab as real money, and then somehow all that money gets pooled together, and we we have some kind of criteria that grades you know, teams and then distributes the money. It could be, like I said, could be all the fat, like all the fat that's spent at the end of the day, gets rewarded to the team that scores the high points or even just thrown in into the championship pool. So on top of, you know, the 300 or the $700, whatever it is, I forget. Um, You just, yeah, you get also all the fab that's rewarded too, which could really clean something up or we do something good and just like donate it. I don't know. Spend it on. Yeah, we could know, donate it. Nah, fuck that. We're not that nice. <laughs> We're not that nice people. I play Damn. to win money. <laughs> I would have. I yeah, play. we'd have to think about it more. Because like, if I won those points and I'm, if I get like fifty extra fab bucks, like hell yeah, I'm I'm balling out. Like first first person, like the you know that first running back that goes. No, no, no. I'm not saying you use it as fab. I'm saying you use it as like prize money. Like you you win. Oh, oh, like you get like people just chip in extra. Oh, oh yeah. I'm saying like it's in it. So I'm saying that also because it's because of the real money aspect, it would also kind of distance, uh, disincentivize people from going fucking bananas, right? Because if you know, yeah, Dalton Schultz, for example, is you know the top tight end available, and you really need to pick up a tight end. And you think you're gonna bid? Someone's gonna bid high, so you bid fifty. That's fifty bucks that eventually is coming out of your own pocket. That's uh, and going into this this pool, right? Now I'm not saying, obviously, to award someone a thousand dollars theoretically of fab money would be would be asinine. So there would be have to be some kind of you know exchange ratio, uh. But I'm just saying it could be a cool concept in theory if we 
we sit down and iron out the, the the semantics of it, it could be could be pretty cool. Yeah, no, that's that sounds interesting. Yeah, definitely something we gotta discuss. More right, so keep everyone keep that on your agenda for um next league meeting. Yeah, when we forget this, just remember week 11, 2022. <laughs> yeah, pod. that's that yeah, episode exactly. we have to go back to. Uh, um, but I yeah, I what mean, the fuck are we talking? Oh, we we're talking we're, about this game. So. Yeah, I mean, the only it's going to be close. You know, ABC team scares me. No lie, scares me. I think I'm just going to tie it together to matchups. At the end of the day, my matchups are better than his matchups. I have more green on my side, and he has more red. Um, Barkley against Detroit, you know, 25th <laughs> overall defense, two running backs, C.D. Lamb, 29th, Dalton, Short, Dalton Schultz, sorry, 25th, um, Ravens D going against Carolina, and then everyone else is more or less – you know, pretty borderline. I think that's pretty good. But he has some tough matchups. Like he has Dalvin Cook against Dallas, which is a top run defense. Pittman against Philly, which is a top defense. McLaurin against Houston, which is a top, you know, um, passing defense. Stevenson against the Jets. Vikings against Dallas. Um, you know, those are his reds. So I mean, that's coming down to me. I mean, I don't know where my team, what my team will do because last week was the first time it'd be projections since again week three. So we'll see. I'm praying I can finally hit over the 130 mark again and, you know, get two wins in a row and really start just getting a hot streak before the playoffs. So we'll see. I'm going to take myself, always bet on yourself. I think Jonathan Taylor's back. I will kiss – what was the coach's name? Jeff Saturday. I will kiss Jeff, Jeff Saturday if Jonathan Taylor rushes for over 100 yards again. All right, you heard it there first. On TV, on TV. I'm going to take take you too, Brent. So, damn. I appreciate you. That's got to be an all-time fucking record for a podcast. Yeah, usually when uh, two people – Just in time for the second half of this game to start so I can sit down and watch my two two touchdowns from Aaron Jones. Yeah, Alan Lazardo, he just had a catch in the second half. So, good start for Chris. Um, Chris, if you're listening, go pick up McBride. I'm going to pick him up right now, just despite you. Should I do it? I got someone to, I got people to drop. Who are you going to drop? I could drop, uh, Deion Jackson. Yeah, let me get Deion Jackson. I actually got to hold on to him. No, no, let me get him. You could have him. Well, you give me Ken, you give me Kenneth Walker. Just can't get the fuck out of here. Uh, uh, Rashad, Rashad Penny, I miss you. All right, I haven't eaten dinner yet, so let's uh let's wrap this up. You got any last words here, buddy? Uh, no last words. I'm just glad that you know hashtag my commish again um, did not force a trade through um for his benefit. So thank listen, you for keeping the listen, league safe. It was never it was never going to get to the point where I was going to force the like I don't know what you guys are fucking were concerned or worried about. The group like if I wanted to force the says, trade through, I would have just forced the trade through. I wouldn't have gone through the whole democratic process of saying of voting, asking if they oh, this is okay. The poll says, "Can I force trade?" <laughs> That's the well. Poll. No, I meant as in I. All right, so here's another here's another bullshit thing. So you guys are holding this trade hostage by not review. Like if everybody like this trade is not going to get vetoed. Nobody. Nobody thinks it's unfair enough to the point that it's going to get vetoed. I'm also asking at the same time, 
if you if everyone just voted to uphold the trade, it would also go through. So you guys just by not by just being fucking idle or just hijacking even more. I'm I'm indifferent regarding the trade, so I didn't vote at all. Let me see. Can I still vote? I could, I still could. Should I veto? Should we see what happens? Dude, I don't give a fuck. You know, I voted to uphold. Thank you, man. Wow. You're an honorable okay. guy. Three votes. But my point is, if, if we get, if like I was just pressing, I was just also stressing the the like the urgency with which we this had to be addressed because of the game going on Thursday. You got like I was never upset about veto. You guys veto the trade all you want. You know, if you think it's unfair, it's just the you know. It's just, you know, I'm trying to establish a precedent, which hasn't happened yet. And it, it, it has happened before, I'm sure. It just We've never openly discussed it in a forum, right? So, you know, there used to be a time where fucking women weren't allowed to vote. And then they were like, you know what? God. Maybe we should allow women to vote. There had to be that discussion. All I want to do is bring the fucking discussion. And I got vilified for it. All right? Those. Those discussions, I think, are for the off season. I think, regardless where I stand and where you know, I think Thomas, Jack, and Brendan stood it as well. Was you know, it's the same thing if you start discussing the trade, you know, Friday. You just mess. No, it's not. It's the same thing. No, it's not. I fundamentally completely disagree with that because this trade. Because we discussed it, it just so happens the whole reason this is an issue is because there was guys going on Thursday. If me and Chris, if me and Chris, all right, but also you got to realize you can't trade someone, you can't trade someone until after like the roster locks unlocks itself on Monday. So there's Monday night football. So that leaves literally like a 12 hour window where you can trade people that are involved in a Thursday game, right? Which also has to be, you know, accounted for when you're doing these negotiations, right? Because you physically cannot start trading someone after the the, the the thing unlocks itself on Monday Night Football if someone's going on Thursday. So you have between the window of whatever time it resets on Tuesday morning at God knows what hour and then fucking 8 o'clock on Thursday night, all right? On Tuesday night. So you really have such a small window and I'm again, I'm not saying that you guys can completely you guys could veto it. It's fine. I don't get that. But comparing what me and Chris did or or try to do with, you know, a, trying to force the trade through when we execute on a Friday is is laughable. And I completely dis- disagree with that logic. I don't know, man. Now you, you know, got me fucking I think, riled up, bro. I I think here. If you sent me a text message that said that you guys agreed on the trade before, you know, whatever, 8 No, we didn't. I'm not denying that we did I would have been through. I'll tell you, the trade was the trade was agreed upon. I'm going through the, the thing. It was agreed upon at 8.49 p.m. Tuesday. All right? I, I acknowledge that it's within the 48-hour period. So – under nor, but my point is, if it wasn't involving Aaron Jones, if it wasn't involving those two Packer players, right? If everybody went on Sunday, the trade would have gone through, no issue, right? 
It yeah. just so happens that it's two players that are involved on Thursday and and they're the only you know, it's it it it's it's affected by that, right? Okay. If me and Chris were to execute were to negotiate a trade on Friday, we know that it's not going to process until the following week, you know, and it wouldn't like, I would be embarrassed to even present it as a topic of discussion with you all. Hey, me and Chris executed a trade. The game start tomorrow. Let's push it through. Like that's asinine. That it's is the fucking same thing asinine. for you guys. You, you always got to know when your players are playing, you didn't know that Aaron Jones was playing on Thursday. Right. So and I, so that's why I'm saying it's fine to fucking disagree with the logic and say that it's not, but I'm saying what got me pissed and what I fundamentally disagree with is you guys comparing it to a trade that we did on Friday. Cause that's totally, totally, totally it. It, it basically what you're saying is it like, it questions my integrity as a commissioner and as a player of fantasy football to even think that I would be okay with, a, with thinking that I can get away with it. It's laughable. No, no, I, you know, I think this is better. I want to talk, I want to bring this back up again. I think I want to table it though. It was great. I think it was great for the league because, you know, when you kicked us all out, I saw who got kicked out. So I started a little group chat and, you know, there hasn't been any drama this year, really. So I'm glad that we had something to little spice it up, especially around this point of time. I honestly think it was this time three years ago. Around, this was around the same time as the Taysom Hill event. Um mm-hmm. Because, you know, around Halloween weekend. So, you know, it all had uh, some similarities. But, you know, I'm not – look, you're my commish. You're always going to be my commish. But, <laughs> you know, I th- I think Chris was – I think you guys won the advantage. I, you know, I think, you know, Chris doesn't have a tight end. He needed the trade to go through for the tight end. It was just poor poor timing, poor timing. I don't know. I think I think it's very similar to the Friday trades. But I, un- I do understand your logic. I do. All right. Well, you got me riled up. I'm gonna go do. I'm gonna go run 15 miles and uh, you know do a thousand jumping jacks now. Uh, with that said, <laughs> it's a crazy way to end the podcast. But anything else? Anything left uh, for me, Brent? No, that's it. I mean, we just added probably 15 more minutes, so not a short, not an all-time short <laughs> podcast. But <laughs> all right. Well, anyway, great having you, buddy. Uh, I'll see you soon. We'll do we'll do some Jaeger bombs next week. You yeah. know, we'll fucking we'll get it going. So All right. peace out, everyone. Go league. All right, peace out. Is that it? Did I stop it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>